0: Hey folks, it is your host Jason Correll and you are listening to whatsoever is true. Please check us out online whatsoeveristrue.com. That's my blog and that's why that's where we have a whole bunch of stuff, uh, you know, a lot of writing about proverbs and and the gospel of John the cross. And there's more stuff being added there, you know, whenever I get around to it. <clears throat> um, also, I'm, I've got some books out there on on these subjects. The one today, and you know how I like to just jump into things and not beat around a bush and, and, and waste your time. Today's subject is why a Christian shouldn't vote for Democrats. And I don't, I don't, I'm not choosing my my words or just or just being flippant. I'm choosing my words carefully. So when I say that a Christian shouldn't vote for a Democrat... I mean that theologically, that the Democrat Party is is beholden to ideas that are unbiblical, unchristian, and in a good many cases, downright evil. And I will elaborate. I'm not just going to call, I'm not calling anybody names, you'll notice that. I'm not saying that Joe Biden's evil, Kamala Harris is evil, or anybody else, Nancy Pelosi. That is not my concern. My concern as a Christian, my concern as a Christian apologist and evangelist, is to bring the word of the Lord to the events of a day, to our lives, and help us to rightly understand our times. Not to lean on our own understanding, but to make sense of the world according to the revelation that God has given us. So, that's what we're going to do. Why can't a Christian vote for a Democrat? Why shouldn't they? Number one, first and foremost today, the Democrat Party is Marxist. The Democrat Party is, is, is in league with straight up Marxist ideas. Now they've always flirted with it. And we may have had conversations in the past elections about whether or not they really believed these things, there was anecdotal evidence of it, and so forth. But now that's not in any type of doubt anymore. Their basic platforms are Marxist. They are, quite frankly, totalitarian, and they are quite scary. Let's, let's let me give you the latest, the latest evidence of this. They say that Donald Trump is going to destroy the Constitution and our democracy. <clears throat> Two things about that. First, our democracy. We're a republic. We're, we are a democratic republic. We are not a democracy. We are a republic, a rule of law. And that, re- that rule of law is based on separation of powers and, and the Constitution of the United States. The Democrats saying that Donald Trump is going to kill the Constitution, and a few of them just said that over the weekend, never provide an example you'll notice that whenever they criticize donald trump they never provide an example the democrat party is a, is committing the classic case of projection to donald trump everything they say donald trump is doing they're doing everything they say he wants to do they're doing I mean, in almost every case so let me let me give you a couple of examples this past weekend speaker pelosi was on the talk show with George Stephanopoulos, who's masquerading as an objective journalist when he, by the way, used to be a a a part and parcel of the of the Bill Clinton administration. And he is not an unbiased journalist. uh, So that's an aside. But seriously, he 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 talking to Miss Pelosi about the Supreme Court seat vacancy. Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away and talking about the president making a nominee nomination to the Supreme Court. Miss Pelosi says that she would consider impeachment at the prodding of Stephanopoulos, so-called objective neutral journalist. She says that, that she's got arrows in a quiver and she would consider impeachment to block the president from nominating a Supreme Court justice. Now let's consider this for the, for just a second they're accusing Donald Trump of being a dictator. The Constitution gives Donald Trump the power, the President of the United States, to elect or nominate a a Supreme Court justice. And then gives the Senate the power to confirm that nominee. That's the case. That's constitutional. The fact that you don't like him is irrelevant to the case. It's the law Donald Trump is going to put forward a nominee for the, for the Supreme Court. That is his Obligation. It's his constitutional duty. The fact that they're out there claiming that it's somehow an attack on the Constitution when that is his right. And, and then they come back and double around and say, by any means necessary, if they have to burn the whole thing down. Uh, one of the CNN anchors or one of the CNN <clears throat> talking heads, uh, Don, Don uh, I, I pronounce his name Lemon. And I'm sorry, I know that's not w- w- what it is. Uh, apparently it's Lamone or Lamon. Anyway, I apologize. I don't mean him any disrespect but uh i i'm not I'm not certain of of the pronunciation of his name, and I'm not doing that to be flippant is he said su- he suggested that they, they you know they burn the system down and that they do anything it, it they can to to block that now once again president obama when when Justice Scalia passed away, i think it was February of two thousand sixteen also an election year like this year President obama as is his constitutional right and duty. Nominated Justice Gorsuch for a for the seat, and the Senate, which was in an the hands of the Republicans, refused to take it up, which was their right. That has happened in history, when the party that has the Senate is not the same party that has the White House. They don't have to do anything. That's what separation of powers is for. So. CNN and, and everyone are complaining that this is a violation of the democracy that uh, that they would have a Supreme Court justice that hasn't been democratically elected is is a nonsensical argument that uh, that is constitutionally daft and vacuous and dangerous because they they have to know this that it's irrelevant that the, the majority of people voted for the Supreme Court justice what's what's but what, for, for example when Woodrow Wilson won in 1912 the vote was split because Theodore Roosevelt ran on something called the Moose Party against Taft, who had been his, his uh, successor. But he, he didn't like Taft after Taft broke from from the Roosevelt the you know, the Teddy Roosevelt kind of progressiveness era and, and so, so Roosevelt ran against him, split the vote and Woodrow Wilson won. Did he have a clear governing mandate? Not really, but he was still the president. And it was irrelevant that he had a clear mandate. What was relevant is that he was a president and there were Supreme Court vacancies and he nominated people to the Supreme Court. <clears throat> now, once again, I want to I want to reiterate that the, Donald Trump is not a dictator. The constant refrain from the Marxist Democrat Party is that Donald Trump is somehow a, a serious and grave threat to freedom. And they compare him to Hitler. They compare George W. Bush to Hitler. They compare everybody they don't like to Hitler. Um, let me give you a quick rundown. And when I say Marxist, and I, I kind of digress a second to go tell you what they were lately doing, they're threatening to pack the court, they're threatening to block him with an impeachment based simply on the fact that he's doing his constitutional duty. This should show you and prove to you objectively and rationally that the Democrat Party is unhinged and they're power hungry. They don't care at all about rule of law. Um, but moving on, let's talk about is Donald Trump a dictator compared to, and let's show you what a real dictator is. A real dictator disarms his citizens so they can't defend themselves. The Democrat Party doesn't like private gun ownership. Donald Trump has supported private gun ownership. What what type of di- dictator wants you to be able to defend yourself from him? Seriously. That doesn't make any sense. The, Donald Trump supports freedom of religion. Marxists hate freedom of religion. So much so that in Moscow, Idaho, the other day, just a couple of days ago, churchgoers were arrested for singing hymns in public without masks on because the mayor of that city has extended a mask mandate until like 2021 now. And a church who has a right in the First Amendment to worship the Lord, church members were arrested for this, arrested. John MacArthur. No small fry here is threatened with arrest in California for holding church services. That is a massive violation of a church and state. Massive. Under the, under the guise that everyone's going to die from COVID. Now, six months ago, maybe someone could have thought so. In March of 2020. But here we are in late September of 2020. And do you know how many people are in the hospital from COVID in, in, in Moscow, Idaho? Zero. How many people have died in Moscow, Idaho from COVID? Zero. But they arrested churchgoers for singing hymns in public without a mask on. Because apparently it's too dangerous. Yet, a couple of months ago, there were protests. Black Lives Matter were were protesting, and they didn't arrest anybody there. So Donald Trump supports freedom of speech. He supports gun rights. Those are two huge things that no dictator would ever do. So there you have an objective fact that the left and the Democrat Party do not want freedom and rule of law. They want power. And when I say Marxist, I, I want you to consider Vladimir Lenin, who is the godfather of, of the Democrat Party. Whenever Vladimir Lenin ever disagreed with somebody, he would never present a rational argument against them. He would personalize it. He would call them all sorts of names. He would liken them to the worst type of dictators and tyrants. He dehumanized them. Ladies and gentlemen, this is exactly what the Democrat Party has done to their opponents, and in particular, President Trump. Now, this is not to say that President Trump is a saint. It is simply to say that if President Trump is supposed to be a dictator, he's the worst dictator in the history of the world. Because again, I have to repeat this, what dictator wants you armed and able to speak and worship freely? That is not a dictator. That is something completely different. You may have your objections to him. But he is not a dictator the democrats want you unarmed and they don't want you to worship pure and simple they are arresting people going to church if you think this is a small issue you are ignorant of history and you were ignorant of scripture jesus said if they hated me they'll hate you the democrat party supports protests but not people going to church Apparently, COVID-19 is the most intelligent virus in the history of the world and it is a politically partisan virus because it checks what your politics are before it infects and kills you. If COVID-19 was as dangerous as they say it is, everyone in Portland would be dead now because they've been protesting there for 90 days. Once again, this is simply to prove that the Democrat Party is hypocritical to the nth degree and they are tyrannical as all Marxists are. The Democrat Party right now is fundamentally Bolshevik in their attempt to just take over power. They're causing division after division after division, and they simply want power. What they said over the weekend was part and parcel of it. That if Donald Trump puts another justice on the Supreme Court, which would effectively block their Marxist tyrannical takeovers of life because no one votes for that nonsense, then they will pack the court unconstitutionally, just willy-nilly, go ahead and pack the court. And then they will also add, they want to add Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico as states so they can get more senators so they can outvote you. So if you think this is a small issue, this is what the Democrats are saying. This is what they're going to do. This is who they are. This is not a debate over whether we should spend 21% of our tax revenues on uh, uh, allocated for like something, roads or schools or something, and, and someone else thinks it should be 24%. That is a reasonable disagreement. The disagreement we're having right now is over freedom of religion and your right to self-defense and self-governance. That is why I'm saying that they're Marxists and Marxists are evil. Marxists have killed at least 150 million people in the last 100 years. uh, And give or take a couple of years from 1917. So again, that's the first thing. The second thing is abortion. Abortion is a heinous evil. A horrible and heinous evil. Anyone that's a Christian, listen to this, and I know that you can be confused. There's a lot of politics going around. They will say that abortion is, 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 is woman's health. No Christian, no Republican. Now, I'm saying the Democrat Party is an evil party right now. And I'm saying that the Republican Party is I'm not saying the Republican Party is a party of God. I'm simply saying vote Republican because the Democrat Party is a party guided by evil things and evil principles. I didn't say everybody that's a Democrat is evil. What? Listen carefully. I said that the ideas and philosophy animating the Democrat Party, propelling the Democrat Party philosophically, are anti-Christian and evil. I would go so far as to say anti-Christ. So, to abortion, they say, well, it's women's health. No Republican or Christian is saying women shouldn't get health care. That's preposterous, and it's a slander, and it goes to show you how unserious and in, unintellectual these people are. They have, no idea, they, they have no intent to make a rational debate. They're just doing what Lenin did 100 years ago, and they're slandering their opposition so they can get power. Don't fall for it. No Christian is saying that a woman shouldn't have the political freedom to have sex. And reproductive rights. Uh-uh. No Christian's saying that. No, nope. Nope. What they're saying is that you cannot murder the consequence of sex. When they say they're pro-choice, the choice is to have sex. Pregnancy is a consequence of sex sometimes. So therefore, what you're saying when you go, well, I'm pro-choice, well, no one's trying to take your choice away. No one's saying that you shouldn't be able to have sex. What we're saying is that you shouldn't be able to kill and murder a baby. That's the consequence of that choice. And if you're not ready for the consequence of that choice, don't do it. Simple. This, how this has become the sacred right of the Democrat Party goes to show you how morally insane they are. They They don't mind the murder, the wholesale slaughter of over one million babies a year in the womb. The most desperately... Vulnerable of our population is a baby in the womb. And they lie about it and say, This is about women's health. I'm going to give you a personal side here. A woman's health is when the mom needs to deliver the baby early. And that's called a c section. My wife had a c section. The doctor came to us and said, Your wife is is ill. She has preeclampsia. Her blood pressure is dangerously high. We need to do a c section. That's a woman's health. That's the protection of the life of the mother. It's not killing the baby. What, with, with, with modern medicine, having an abortion is just murdering a baby. We would have a C-section. That's what we did. So it's a lie. It is a false dilemma, an either-or fallacy from the pit of hell. That is what that argument is. No Christian is anti-choice. We're pro-choice in regard to liberty. What we are is anti-murder. And so that the fact that the Dem- Democrat Party hates whoever Donald Trump puts forward... And I I believe that it's going to be a a conservative Catholic jurist female who will more than likely be anti-abortion. Let's just say it and be honest with it. It goes to show you they don't care about women. They just care about liberalism. They care about the Democrat Party and their sacred right of being able to kill babies and just have sex without ever having to worry about the consequences. Now, if they come back and say, hey, well, okay, yeah, but what about rape and incest? I'll tell you what, this is what you do if you hear this argument. <clears throat> and I'm still saying that the baby's innocent. So if there's a rape, okay, the baby's still innocent. She so still want to kill an innocent baby. But let's just say, and to prove how disingenuous their, their objection is, here we go. You're talking maybe 2% of, of, of pregnancies and abortion. 2%. So let's just, let's just give them 10,000 abortions a year are because of rape and incest. Let's just say. Okay? Out of 1 million, over a million. Okay, go ahead. Well, to save the lives of about a million babies, we'll we'll let you you have the 10,000 if you are so concerned with it. But that's not what they want. They want abortion, and they want abortion on demand because they want to play God. And to play God, they want to be able to have sex with whoever they want to have sex with. They don't want to be bound by families. They don't want to be bound by God's moral law because God puts us in families. And that is why the Democrat Party, again, is an evil party right now. We're not having debates over, you know, once again, allocation of taxes. We're having debates over fundamental rights. Can you murder babies? If you say yes, vote Democrat. Okay. Should, should you have freedom of religion and the right to self-defense? If you say yes, vote for Donald Trump. If you say no, well, you, you know you have a tyranny problem. Let's just let you know. And any other issue you now say, well there should be healthcare. We'll get into that in another podcast, but I want to give you the two big ones. Freedom, you give me one land, I'll give you Castro, Venezuela, Communist China, Maoist China, North Korea, Soviet Russia, all of all of a Soviet black curtain over Eastern Europe for fifty years. Any one of those nations, any one of them, could have shown that freedom was a good thing. And I didn't because communism, socialism, Marxism is a horrible blight. It is an antichrist. It is a false religion of worship of the state that let the state solve all my problems. And, and it again is idolatrous. I'm not going to get into a lot of that, but I will say this, this is my third part <clears throat> is the first part was it's Marxist. The second part is abortion. The third part is that The Democrat Party leads you away from dependence on the Lord and faith in the Lord and brings you to dependence on the state. So therefore, it's idolatrous. You have have a financial problem? Let the state deal with it. And the state, of course, is going to get money from taxing everybody else. You have a problem in your life? It's because of somebody else's issues. It's because of historical white supremacy or white privilege or something like that. Your problems are not your problems. Your problems are someone else's problems. And let the state be your daddy. Let the state be your Lord. That is the problem with, with the Marxist state. It is, it is fundamentally idolatrous. Don't look for the Lord for your daily bread. Look for the state. Don't look to the church and your family for charity. Look to the state. If you listen to this and you've, you're a young person, you're not even aware of the fact that before the Great Society in the 1960s started, every city and town had charitable organizations all over the place churches and just flat out charitable organizations and the family was the first line of defense against poverty and if not that then the church if not that then other outside charities they even all put out of business basically because of the state so in, in wrapping this up that is why if you're a christian and these are these are fundamental issues you should not vote for Democrats this year. If you're confused about Donald Trump, you probably heard a bunch of things, again, that he's a dictator. I just said that no dictator is going to preserve your right to self-defense and your right to freedom of religion. They just don't do that. That is, a, that, that is the biggest contradiction in terms ever. That's like a rapist, a, a version rapist. That That is inconceivable, okay? So to really hammer the point home, I'm once again not saying that the Republican Party is a party of God. That's politics. I'm not. We're not voting for a passer. You're voting for someone to defend the Constitution. Of the major parties right now that have any chance of winning an election in November, the party that's going to do that the best, in the most non-contradictory fashion, are the Republicans. And once again, because I understand the way the modern mind is working, because the education system has messed it up so badly... Don't fall for the either-or fallacy. They don't have to be perfect to be closer to constitutionality than the other one. For example, if you were choosing to go for a, 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 a to look at two parents and you say, "Well, this one dad he yells at his kids a lot, and the other dad beats them. Well, which dad would be better?" I don't think either one's just, is good. Neither one is godly. But <clears throat> obviously, I take the one who yells at his kids more. than I take the one who beats them. And it's the same thing here. No matter, what, no matter what vices the Republican Party has, they are far more constitutional and therefore upholding of the freedoms that you need than the Democrat Party. And in those, in those freedoms, you are then free to pursue the Lord and live according to the biblical principles that should animate the life of the Christian. The Democrat Party wants to obliterate those principles. It wants to make those principles illegal, as evidenced in California, in their in their in their crusade against John MacArthur and the freedom of worship, and their incarceration was just a couple of days ago of Christians singing hymns. If you need any more proof than that, then we're not having an objective conversation. So all of those other things, yes, vote Donald Trump in November. He is the close. He will protect the Constitution and your freedom more than the democrats the democrats are anti-constitution as just proven over everything i've just said and therefore they're also anti-biblical they 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 don't mind the wholesale slaughter of babies in fact they champion it and call it a moral good that's moral insanity guys and then they then they implore you to look to the government for all of your needs not the lord and jesus was tempted remember the devil comes to him and says hey you're hungry tell these stones to turn into bread right the devil's a great humanist the democrat party with the devil doing the devil's work for him says hey you need health care or hey you need a job or hey you need something they say don't wait for the lord don't go to the lord go to the state let the state steal money from other citizens so that you can have it that makes sense that's why Jesus said, no, he quoted scripture back to the serpent. I'm going to quote scripture back to the Democrat. If you're confused about any of those issues, you'll have the, you will worship the Lord your God, not the state. And and you can tell what a man worships by what he does with his money. You can tell what a man worships and who he truly has faith in by who he looks to when he's got trouble. Okay? The Lord gave us the family and the church, and the, that's what we need if we need charity and help not the state the state gets money through forced taxation of other people by denying them their liberty second corinthians chapter 9 talks about giving and it says the lord loves a cheerful giver and no one should ever give under compulsion the marxist state is based on built upon compulsion forced giving it is a modern slavery with the slaves thinking they've got a good deal which is why the idea comes in, the old saying, that you can vote your way into socialism and communism, but you've got to shoot your way out. So, <clears throat> that concluded for today. Why can't Christians vote Democrat? Because the Democrats are party animated by evil principles. I did not say that they're evil people. I simply said the ideas are evil. So take that from what you will. I do pray that the Lord is glorified in this in this podcast. I know this con- these are contentious times, but we are not going to solve our problems by going away from the Lord. We are not going to solve our problems by appeasing evil and not calling it what it is. And hopefully I was clear and hopefully this was edifying. I pray that it, it is and was, and uh, I will catch you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening.